It's time for the head. It's time for the headed.com radio show. Headed.com radio is an in-depth look at all things VA. If you need help with the VA, log on to headed.com. Now, here's your host, Gerald Cook. Sometimes it's 
But, yes. Uh, if you're a smoker, please quit. Uh, I know it's not easy. It's not in, easy on anyone uh, to quit smoking. It's, uh, it's tough. You just gotta you gotta quit psychologically. I think before you can do it physically. And get help if you have to have it. Yeah, get help. Uh, the, VA. the VA has programs, don't they, John? They've got some smoke cessation programs. They've got uh, good programs, actually. Uh, you know, they'll give you some meds to help you quit. They'll give you Chanix, or they'll give you uh, some bupropion, I guess, as they call it. They'll try to help you quit any way they can. I don't think you have Chanix out anymore, and I guess they try to, you know, of course it's all budget control, but they'll do what they can do to help you. And, uh, you know, you got to quit, no matter how old you are. You know, I mean, gone are the days that the service member would get out in the battlefield and open up a pack of MREs, and the first thing you see is a couple of lucky strikes in the package. <laughs> yeah, them packs had five of them, I think. Yeah. Five. So, but, but, you uh, know, that's... you got to quit. We're educated. You know, we're educated now. Smoking has put a lot of people in the ground. A lot of people in the ground. And living, you know, a crazy lifestyle, too. But it's smoking is point number one. Guys, you got to quit. I mean, it's something that uh, uh, I've been, my son and wife's been on me for years, and I finally did it. So that's well, point number that, one. Uh, yeah, I know I'm how hard it is. It, uh, and I would recommend anyone out there uh, smoking uh, quit. I would just say, look, there's what it's going to be. I'm going to quit right. and do it. it I, know, I know it's not hard. I mean, not easy. But that's, well, if you get by three or four days and then a week and then take it by a day at a time and then after... Three or four weeks, uh, you, you you got it whooped if you you'll say you know when you get that urge to light one up, uh, um, say you, nope, not right now. <laughs> eventually, the urges uh, will go away. Yeah, they do. And they will. and the further out you go, the uh, sooner they go away, and pretty soon, you know, uh, the urges are. Almost never, and uh, right. so uh, don't give up hope on it. Keep trying. If you tried before and didn't make it, uh, don't worry about it. Try again. Keep trying. And that lead, and that leads us right into step number two, Gerald. Uh, Once we quit yeah. smoking. Once we quit what? smoking. After a few what? weeks. Food starts to taste a whole lot better. And it does, yes, it does. Yeah, and people, a lot of people quit smoking this, so you know, they gain. Well, it's not because they're binge eating, it's because it's the food tastes better. So now we need to discuss what do we have to eat to keep us out of the six foot under club. Do we drive through McDonald's and get us two Big Macs, two fries, and a chocolate shake, Gerald? No, 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 no. Uh, actually, <laughs> I prefer to stay away from fast foods. Of course, yeah. we do a lot of home cooking anyway, beans and stews and things like that, uh, and roast. Uh, uh, try to eat healthy. A lot of salads. Uh, Mm -hmm. Cucumbers, you can't believe how good cucumbers are for you. Just look it up on the Internet. They're really good for you. Uh, mm -hmm. Celery, uh, all kinds of things you can eat. Uh, lots of fruits. I love lots of fruits. And, and poor uh, mother. <laughs> I talked to my mother <laughs> yesterday. They went to this restaurant, and my nephew had sushi, California roll. Yeah. And she looked at it, and she said, how'd they do that? She called me. She said, now, how'd they get those little pieces of meat inside that cucumber? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
had to explain to her they would the cucumbers, though. But uh, cucumbers are good for you. Uh, they're good on salads. They're just good to eat, you know, eat straight up. But you got to be careful with the salt. A lot of people have to have salt on, so be careful with the salt intake on the cube. Same thing as the tomato, be careful with the salt intake. Right now, yeah. man, he's, right now the gardens are popping wide open, the vegetables are coming out, the beans are there, the tomatoes are there, and the cucumbers are there. Yeah. So now is, now is a good time to get some good fresh food. If you don't have it around the house, uh, don't go to the store and buy it. Go to the farmer's market and get it. That's locally grown yeah. products. It's good stuff. Yeah. You'll find but all eat. kinds of stuff in farmers market. Uh, we have one right. here, uh, and uh, the owner of the market. There's a lot of vendors go there. Uh, farmers, uh, we call them patch farmers. Uh, mm-hmm. where you just have a small parcel of ground, but they go there, and and every item that they sell has to be grown on their property. They're not allowed to bring it in from anywhere else. It has to I noticed, 
and at the time it really, really uh, worked on me. I've, some of these uh, poor veterans now, they were humongous, gigantic. And I said, how could a guy let himself go like that? Why don't he watch what he eats? And, you know, and I got talking to several different ones, and uh, it wasn't nothing they done, personally. It was the medicines they had them on. Now, some of these medicines, I'll tell you, well, like I take prednisone every day. Now, it automatically, when you take prednisone, you're going to want to eat. Makes you eat. You want to eat and get the swelling down? Yeah. uh, uh, So, your medicines has a lot to do with this. So, don't blame yourself. If you've got diabetes, you be careful with prednisone. Yeah, yeah. uh, Yeah, if they put you on prednisone... I sure dreaded that day when they did put me on it because I knew all the side effects. And it does. It's just like you're hungry all the time. You know, George, your situation, your wife, you you all cook and things like that. Now, I've been successful in life losing a bunch of weight. And what I did was I stuck with lean meats and vegetables. But I got a food scale. And started measuring everything out, eating them. And you wouldn't believe how full you get and how much, you know, how much you can lose. Uh, yeah, you know, if you're eating salads and fresh vegetables and, and things like that, uh, you'll be surprised how soon you'll start dropping some weight. And uh, watch your, of course, your your fat intake. Uh, watch your white. Ter- and uh, you know, be- uh, try to stay away from fast food. See, it's doggone hamburgers. <laughs> stay away from night. anything like that. You, know, yeah. you, know, you, you don't know if they're hamburgers or not. You don't know what they are. You don't. You could be you getting. Really don't. You don't know. No. You Anymore, know, but, uh, I can't. Uh, I don't even eat them anymore. I just can't stomach them. Uh, no, I mean, I mean, I'll eat chicken, things like that, you know. And it's like they've got uh, that Zaxby's has got a really good chicken salad. It's a good chicken sandwich too. You just take the bread off of it, and you can eat it. It's got lettuce and stuff on it. Yeah. Um, we try to lim- uh, I, we, we like to eliminate the white. We don't want French fries, and you know, we try to stay away from rice and things like that. Potatoes. You can yeah. eat potatoes, you know, in, you know, in moderation, but be careful. Especially if you got diabetes. I mean, you want to, you know, let's turn it into the pure sugar. Yeah. You know. And, uh, uh, sweet potatoes is pretty good for you. Yeah, uh, but I can't stand sweet potatoes. Huh? <laughs> I cannot oh, stand sweet potatoes. You can't stand them. Well, they make I can't sweet eat them. potato, uh, french fries, and all kinds of stuff. They're pretty good. Well, Burger King's got chicken french fries. you see that? Oh, no, I didn't see that. Mm-mm. They sure do chicken fries. Uh, now, how your food is prepared is also a big deal. Um, places like uh, KFC and Lee's and other places, they pressure cook these chicken in these big pressure cookers in this oil. You know, and... Uh, the chicken's really good. It's good for you, you know. It's good, good stuff. Be careful. Grilled's probably better, uh, you know. Especially if you eat a lot of fried foods, and you're gonna get, uh, you're gonna have heart problems later on in life. Yeah, if, uh, if you get uh, get the skin off from them, you're all right. But uh, get the skin off of them. Yeah, you get the skin off of them. Most of the fats they had, I think. Yeah, but, uh, but uh, what I like to do is, you know, I like chicken you know, sandwiches and things like that. I'll eat. Uh, Arby's has got some good chicken. They got, you know, you can eat some roast beef to it. Roast beef's pretty lean. It's not uh, very fat. Yeah. It's, it's real thin. And, uh, uh, you know, we eat, uh, well, we eat, you can eat kraut and things like that, too, which is good for you. It's just cabbage. You know, yeah. pickled cabbage is all it is. And it's pretty good stuff. Uh, 
if you cook the food at home a lot, you know, I mean, you can you can you can rotate your veggies and things like that, and what your meats. Sometimes you can do beans being a substitute for the meats. You can do soybeans. You know, you can get different things made of the soybeans, and but and you can do anything. Just watch your intake. You know, watch your intake, yeah, and you need to eat moderation. Yeah, you sure do. And uh, you know, drink drink plenty of fluid. Drink water. Uh, drink some tea. You know, some coffee. Uh, I'd stay away from the Pepsi's, Cokes, and anything else that's got the sucrose or whatever it is, you know. Uh, you could drink tea. Uh, Kroger makes a diet tea they put out's really good. Be careful with some of these sweet, artificial sweeteners, too. They're dangerous and cause cancer. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, actually, I, I don't drink soda pop at all. Uh, I drink... Uh, yeah. I drink water. Yeah, I drink, drink water. well water. I, I can't hardly stand this bottled water stuff you buy out of the stores. Depends. So, There's a, a Fiji makes well water to buy well water drill. Oh, do they? Well, now yeah, I might they, be that, no. Actually, it's it's artesian well water. Yeah. You know, the artesian wells they've got some really pure water. Uh, well, yeah, they do. Yeah. I know I have a brother-in-law who lives out in the country, and uh, I go out there and get my, he's got a well, a good deep well, good water, sweet water, and uh, uh, we get it, uh, but uh, you can't, I'm, I'm telling you, you can't even compare it to the water you buy out of stores. I mean, it's that obvious. Uh so, I drink well water a little bit. Good for you. Now, yeah. they had this TV show on last year. Remember when the guys were in Kentucky were drilling for oil? Yeah. These guys were going drilling. Well, they went to this church, and they drilled down, drilled down, and didn't find oil. But they hit an artesian well. They made more money off that well than they would his oil. Started bottling that water or something. Yeah. Who would have thought 20 years, 30 years ago that we'd be paying money for bottled water? I would have never dreamed it. <laughs> I would have never dreamed it. <laughs> I would have said you lost your mind. <laughs> ain't going to happen. Yep, not going to happen. Not going to happen. I mean, we got our water out of the creek. We had it uh, yep. in the spring. You know, when I was growing up, we carried a water permit. Had that you had a spring in good shape. Oh, boy, it was all good water. Ooh. Yeah. We had a well growing up, too. It was pretty good. Yeah. So, you know, you can't do that now. You've got too many people, and, there's, you know, the world's populated, and it's a crazy situation. Oh, well, they have polluted our aqueducts. And, uh, Everything's polluted. It's... I guess the human beings are just going to destroy themselves. I tell you uh, something. If you go to eastern Kentucky in the wintertime, yeah. after a big rain and flood and the water's gone down, just take a look at the trees on the side of the bank. You see all kind of crap hanging in them. Oh, yeah, I imagine. Yep. Yeah. Used to, they depended on flood. It, it always flooded here, uh, the creeks and stuff, two times a year, once in the spring and once in the fall. And what it done is washed all that junk out of the, you know, that settled along the creeks. And, uh, uh, but now, uh, it don't seem like uh, we have that anymore. I mean, the climate has changed or something. We've had too much rain. Yeah. But and another thing you want to do is watch your drinking alcohol. Be careful there. I mean to have a uh 
glass of wine or a beer once in a while, uh, that's not going to hurt you. But don't sit down and drink a bottle of wine or, you know, a 12-pack of beer or even a six-pack. That's just too much alcohol. And that's another thing that will really change the way you feel if you cut back on your alcohol. From a medical standpoint, Gerald, you can live missing a limb. You can live on one lung. You can live on one kidney. You cannot live without a pancreas or a liver. And alcohol destroys your liver, so you got to be careful. You know, you just got to, people, you know, common sense, too. I mean, but now we'll tell you the biggest one to get rid of at the end of the show, and uh, it's it's going to be a shocker to a lot of folks. But uh, this is going to be true. It's going to be really true. And everybody that's in listening range that's had any dealings with the VA at all will know what I'm talking about when we get there. So I'm kind of lead into this, Gerald. Yeah. <laughs> so, but Gerald uh-huh. exactly right. Lim- limit your alcohol consumption to casual. Uh, absolutely, uh, and uh, one of the reasons why, uh, especially if you're on a, a heavy uh, dose of medication, uh, alcohol uh, won't mix with a lot of that uh, medication. Mm-hmm. I've had several friends getting, well, getting serious trouble. I've had several that's died from it. Uh, it it hits you like a stroke, but it's not a stroke. It's Reaction between the alcohol and the meds. Uh, it does. Yeah. That's bad stuff, Nay. It's, it's very uh, dangerous. So, uh, sit, down see, sit down with your doctors, too, and see. Sit down with your doctors, go over your med list, too, Gerald. Oh, absolutely. Go over your med list, you know. And, you know, I called and, and talked to the uh, performances uh, at. Uh, uh, I was getting some meds at uh, Sam's, and I was getting some at Walmart, what have you. And I called and talked to the performances, and both both of them performances, and I bet a pharmacist in your town will do the same thing. If you'll take your meds in there with them, you know, uh, and, and show them what meds you're taking. You don't have to be getting your meds there. Just uh, go in and talk to them. They'll talk to you about your meds. And say, here's the list of meds I take, and, and you know, what do you think? Uh, uh, and they'll, they'll kind of give you a little advice or tell you, here's what you should talk to your doctor about this one or yep. this one. Uh, they'll, they'll tell you, you know, what you should be asking your doctor, because a lot of times, if you got two or three doctors, sometimes they don't know. One doctor don't know what the other one's given, and they don't always show up. And uh, uh, I made it a, a special effort on my meds uh, to keep all my doctors on the same uh, plane. Uh, when one doctor changes a med, I talk it over with, with the others. I got like three or four doctors. But anyway, uh, to be sure they're all on the same page, so one of them's not giving me something that'll counteract, uh, with what someone else is giving me. And, uh, I found that to really turn out to be beneficial. Because if you don't do that, chances are somewhere down the line you're going to get in trouble. That's a fact. Yes, it is. Uh, you got to keep your doctors posted and updated. Uh, it takes a little extra effort on your part to see to it. Everybody knows what everybody else has done. You got to get them under control. Now... Another big one, Gerald, is something a lot of people can't do, but need to do. And that's 
start moving. Exercise. Get up, do some things. You don't have to run a mile. You know, get up, move around. And, of course, you're in a wheelchair. There's other things you can do. You know, um, the VA has a moves program, which actually is not a bad program. They show you some tips on how to eat, and they show you some tricks on how to exercise, uh, you know, if with people that are in bad health. And it helps them out a lot. I know several folks lost a lot of weight doing it and by walking and things like that. A lot of guys, uh, they take a look, get arm weights and stuff. They're in wheelchairs, you know, they work their arms out and stuff. And it makes them stronger. So there's several things you can do, you know, but uh, just kind of keep moving. It's hard, you know, if you got bad lung problems and things like that, you know, it's kind of difficult to do, but there are small things you can do. Uh, walk short distances, uh, like you can walk distances. Yeah, you don't, have, you don't have to walk short distances. You can just get up and stand up on your tippy toes and down and yeah, things like you that. You know, I usually and, walk uh, short distances and that helps. Any type mm-hmm. of exercise you can do is going to be helpful. Yep. Uh, Anything. Uh, I mean, that's get, get besides uh, bending your elbow, feeding your face. <laughs> I mean, get yep. up and walk around, or, or mm-hmm. like John said, if you're in a wheelchair, you can't walk. Uh, then do uh, arm lifts. Go to the big Walmart, get you get you a buggy, and buy you a pack of gum or something. Walk around the store. Yeah. Use a buggy to help hold you up, but you can still walk. Yeah. Uh, do anything, any store like that, you know, big enough. That's work. 
because you throw them diving baits in the water and you do it several hundred times a day and you pull them back, that's 20, 30, 40 pound pressure every time. That's working out every time you do it. Yeah. And uh, I've done it so much that my left arm would go numb and I couldn't even use it. But there's nothing like it. You get a hold of a big fish, that's a, that's a euphoria. Yeah, don't, yeah, go fishing. Don't do your fishing at Long John Silver's, I'll tell you. Uh, just go fishing. Take your kids with you, or grandkids. Uh, or take somebody with you, your next-door neighbor. Well, depending on what you look like. Uh but, uh, oh, hell, I think I logged off in the episode. Continue. Hello, hello. Hello, John. You out there? Host disconnected. There he is. Well, I that was Blog Talk. Blog Talk just hung up on me. I guess they're all sitting on a couch on a computer drinking beer and yeah, eating potato shit. They probably are. No, nah, that, that's Brian Burgess eating them fish and chips over on? there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that little break there, Bob Cobb. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's discuss uh, that with the management of the show here before long. That's twice that's happened. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think more than twice, John. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but anyway, uh, what we were saying, go fishing, do some, or camping, yes. or just hiking in the woods. Uh, uh, you don't have to go a long way now. Uh, Take the grandkids out. And, yeah. yeah. Do something. something with the kids and grandkids. And, uh, uh, you know, you'll be glad you done it. Uh, okay, let's, uh, see. let's recap now. Let's recap, Joe. Ahead, First thing we talked about was quit the bad habits. That's true. Yeah. Okay, that's the bad. That's smoking and the drinking and things like that. At the next thing we're just drinking on, down. way, right. way down. Need to start eating right. Need to start eating right. Need to watch your cholesterol and things like that. Just you know, uh, so they'll get little. Yep, fruits is important too, especially fiber. Yeah. Then do that and get some exercise, and you should live longer. You know, the six hundred clubs waiting on you, so we need to make sure that people want to live longer because the longer you live, the longer the bees got to pay you, and they don't like it too well. Uh, yeah, um, exercise and eating properly—that's that, two of the main things, right there, and. Uh, of course, if you're a smoker, please quit smoking. <clears throat> That's right. No. Uh, uh, you know, uh, it's not easy, but if you look at the benefits, I'll tell you, the benefits really outweigh not quitting. The rewards yeah. outweigh the risk, don't they? Yeah. But, yes, they um, do. You won't believe the difference after after a while. After some weeks, with, uh, well, two or three weeks, you you start noticing the big difference. I think you're already noticing it, John. Well, I tell you what, now I would walk outside last month, and of course it was kind of hot, and before I even hit the air, I'd be in a sweat. I mean, I, I, I my hat and shirt would be totally soaked. Yeah, I'd break out sweat. Well, I was on a treadmill today doing a stress test. We got the heart rate up pretty high, and I was on there for several minutes. 
And I didn't even break a sweat. Didn't even break the sweat. Today, uh, if the saunas, uh, uh, where you can go to a sauna, helps sweat that nicotine out of your system. Really helps too. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's all kinds of things you can do to help yourself and drink lots and lots of fluids. And I ain't talking alcohol here. <laughs> uh, Water. H two O. H2O is good. Occasional good thing of Gatorade. Be careful. Gatorade's got a lot of stuff in it. It's good stuff, but, uh, you know, you should be careful. Gatorade's kind of made for heavy use, like working out real hard and stuff like that. But uh, ain't nothing yeah. better than a good old bottle of cold water. Oh, you're right about that. Yeah, if you've got a Costco uh, close, you can buy you can buy the Costco working brand water for... I guess like three bucks or like forty some of them. Yeah. It's pretty good water. Sam, I guess Sam's got their water too in here. Sam's Club. Yeah, yeah, uh, they do. I, yeah. I don't know how much they are. Mm-hmm. We've never bought much of it. We usually just use well water. Well, the PX has got water too. You folks has got privileges to the exchange and stuff. You can buy it there. You know, you buy anything there, no tax. That's the best thing that you can do or come up with. So. You know, that's another saving issue, you know. I'm sure they, I'd say they probably got pools and stuff. Swimming's a good form of exercise if you can't move around that much. Yeah, that's pool, do some Do some water aerobics. Uh, they say that's the best you can do. If, if mm. you got a YMCA or, or one mm. of them exercise places with a pool, I know we have yeah. one here in Joplin. I don't use it, but. Uh, of course, I'd have to drag my tiger around. I, that wouldn't be too practical. But uh, uh, that's good exercise. As a matter of fact, probably a good way to get started exercise. That's right. Get in, get in a pool. That's right. Now, uh, that's a good idea, John. Uh, get in a pool, and that'll help you loosen up them joints. Don't have to be a deep pool. Even waist deep, deep enough. Now, this last fifteen minutes, Gerald, you ready for the you you ready for the grand finale? Well, let's do the grand finale, John. All right. You know, when you file a claim with the VA, you know, in in a perfect world, you file your claim, they send you for a C and P exam, and they start paying you for what you deserve. They do, they look at the Title 38 and regs and what's wrong with you, and they just do everything accordingly to plan, which is a good thing, right? But as we all know, all good things don't happen that way. You know, you kind of figure we're the Rocky Balboas of the boxing world, and Apollo Creed is the VA's boxer, and he's the world champion. And we're just bar fighters. So we have to fight to beat the Puddle Creed to get anything done. Well, during the process of doing the claims information and all the filing and all the mailing and all the computer stuff and all the negative stuff, all the denials back and forth, that that builds up an enormous amount of stress. I mean, it is an enormous amount of stress. You know, I've seen it break people so bad. It's just, that's how bad it's been for some folks fighting their claim. I've seen people snap. I've seen people go off the deep end, especially PTSD folks. You know, they, they have a difficult time dealing with it anyways. And I've seen people do just some of the awful stuff there ever was. You have to find a way to deal, to eliminate or deal with that stress because that stress is what causes the triple down effect for everything else you know if you're under a lot of stress you start smoking harder you drink more and you eat more and that's that's a fact what do you think Joe? that is absolutely correct and there ain't nothing's going to stress you out like the VA nope the VA has, has destroyed or wrecked more families probably anything out here. Uh, 
uh, like you say, it causes you to smoke more and drink more, and you're just doggone aggravated, and you can't seem to get nothing done right. Uh, the VA has thrown a monkey wrench at you every which way you turn. And it's not right. It's not fair. And you know you've been giant. eyed uh, and, and it's aggravating. But you're going to have to learn to deal with it. That's part of dealing with the VA. And that's, that's a big part of dealing with the VA is learning how to control your stress. Don't let it eat you up. It will eat your life. For 
and, and Channeling the humor. You do, and you look back and you say, you know, it's just silly of me being like this. It's not, it's not my fault. Don't blame yourself for what, what somebody else is putting on you. Get up in the it morning, start the day off right. Yeah. We've got fine Bob and Tom on the radio if they're still on. You want to talk about some funny, funny stuff. That'll yeah. get your day started off with some humor and you'll put you in a better mood. It sure will. Yeah. Uh, uh, just, just realize it's not your fault. Uh, now, okay, suppose you forgot to sign, sign your name on something. They send it back, and you're just all up in a roar about it. Well, don't worry about it. Just sign your name, send the damn thing back. But mm-hmm. there'll be things like that, and and don't think you're going to be perfect because nobody is. And nope. and don't let the VA rough shot on you. Uh, you got all kinds of avenues to deal with the VA. Use them. Yeah, and... Uh, uh, try to make your life a little miserable. Yep, I mean, it's, uh, you know, they're there to support you, so do what you can do to support them. You know, we try to support the VA by helping veterans get their claims adjudicated, and, you know, we show them the right way. Of course, I don't know if that's beneficial to us in the long run, but, uh, you know. It's well, there's bad. a lot of good information there on added that'll give you advice on how to deal with some of these issues, uh, look them up and and, uh, uh, and share them with other people you run across. Uh, you know, I mean, there's hardly a, uh, a claim uh, uh, scenario that's not covered and had it, that they're all covered. It might yours would be along one of them lines and say, well, you know, maybe I should have done this instead of that. And don't worry about it. Just do it. Uh, mm-hmm. Main thing is give yourself a break. Good God. Don't let the Yeah, and I'll tell you the truth. If you do take a break from it, and when you get back into it, you'll find something you've missed. Yes, it happens sir. so much. Yeah. It happens so often, you know. And... Once you find something, it could be a you know, it could be the the grand poolog. It could be something major, you know. Oh my! Why didn't I, I think of that before? <laughs> you know, I'm, I have, I'm, I'm not going to say any names, but a friend of mine, and uh, this guy actually worked in research at the VA. He worked in diabetes research, and he was a diabetic, and he was stationed in Thailand over in Vietnam area, and he would go into. Uh, Vietnam and get samples and stuff and go back to Thailand. They'd go over and do stuff, you know, they were just medical stuff. And they denied his uh, diabetes claim for eight or ten years. They kept denying him. And uh, I sat down with him one day and we talking, this is, you know, and uh, I said, well, bring me a D214 and we'll take a look at it. He dug it out of the archives and brought it in. We sit there and we was talking about it and looked up and right there it was. Service inside the Republic of Vietnam. On his DD-214, I said, you make a copy of that, you highlight that, and you send it back to them. And you tell them to cue themselves. He sent it in. Two weeks later, he got his award letter saying they made a egregious error on his claim. <laughs> well, that's good. See, it's just small things like it. Well, that's not a small thing, but uh, well. it it's... It, in situations such as that, that you know, you, it's so easy to overlook something obvious. Yep. Uh, you can't see the tree for the forest type of deal. That's true. Um, uh, if you guys want to, some comedy stuff to look up to to make you feel better, go up to YouTube. Look up uh, Bob and Tom on YouTube. Look up Mr. Obvious. Mr. Obvious is one of Bob and Tom's, uh, they, they do character plays. Gerald, you can do this, too. It's some of the funniest stuff you ever heard. And uh, I'll leave you a note on one story. This guy called him up and said his house was missing. And uh, they're like, what do you mean, caller? Your house is missing. He said, well, I bought this uh, fishing house up in Minnesota. 
They said, you did? I said, yeah. He said, we went up there in February. We put a hole and we punched a hole in the floor and caught all kind of fish. <laughs> I said, I went back in March and April and it wasn't there. <laughs> he said, what do you mean it wasn't there? He said, I went back out and it wasn't there. He said, was this house on the land or was it on the ice? <laughs> the ice had melted in his house. So. <laughs> and tell jokes all day long. Yeah. You know, I could make you laugh your head off. But, uh, you know, that's what, uh, you have to do something, you know, and uh, yeah. we're already limited limited to what we can do, so. Just don't let the BA eat you up. Uh, that's right. You know, you're a goldfish in a shark spawn, but you can move fast, so. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't let them catch you. Always uh, look, try to look at the good side of something, even though it might, at the moment, look like a horrible disaster. Folks, I want to do a quick preempt advertising for the next Basher show. It's probably going to be by the weekend. Uh, I've got an associate that used to work with my wife that actually works. She does the, um, um, what's that card, the veterans card that we got. We live 40 miles out within the VA. The choice cards. Oh, yeah, she administers card. that program, and I've been talking to her. I've got some really good information on that card and how to get things set up. So I want to be giving that information to you on the next Bachelor Hour. That's a good deal, John. Yeah, so. Because uh, I've been going to call that. I need some new glasses. I can't see nothing. Go see your primary care physician at the VA. Have him recommend oh, you go I'm- to... No, you go to, well, you see, you live far away from the V anyways. Yeah, I live over but, yeah. but they have to, te- they have to, the primary care physician has to order that. You can call them, Gerald, have them do it, and they'll yeah. put that order in and give them your card number, and then you can call us, you can call another number on that card, and it'll tell you what you're authorized for. Well. That's how you do it. You know, it's not just a card saying you can go here and there. You have, you have, to, you have to do some work. To it to get to get to use the use the card. I'll, uh, but I'll explain I'll it all, all to you. I uh, I keep putting it off, but I uh, I just procrastinate. And I need to get it done. I need to get a new point with my eyes. They keep telling me every two years, but I thought if it was a diabetes issue, it was every one year, every year. Well, they offered to send me Oklahoma City and get them done there. At the VA, but that's over 100 miles, so I didn't want to go there. Yeah. No, use that choice card for that. Yeah, that's what it's for. I can get her down here in Joplin, I think. Yeah, you call up, call up the VA and tell them the situation. Yeah, I will. Tell them to talk to your primary care team and say, hey, I live somewhere, and then go see an eye doctor, I need a referral, but I need to do it on the choice card because it's, it'd be cheaper for the VA and everything else. You know. What you'd be if you, you know outside. Now, if you have uh, sugar diabetes, John, won't they give you a pair? Get you a pair of shoes? Uh, yes, they will. They'll give you some diabetic shoes, but you got to get them at the VA. Yeah, you talk about Muskogee, get them, Gerald. Yeah. When are you going back yeah. to Muskogee? I don't know. I haven't had an appointment there in ages. I'll call your primary care doctor up and tell them you need some stuff done and, uh, you know, you need to get some shoes and you're diabetic and they'll send you down to prosthetics and they'll give you a pair of shoes and they'll fit you up for them. They'll probably send me to Tulsa, I bet. Yeah, Tulsa. Whatever the closest one is to you, that's fine. Yeah, you know. And, folks, let me explain something. If you're a veteran, you're a disabled veteran, and you're going through this VA stuff, Do not be a passive individual. Become proactive and do not be reactive. Always be proactive. That's the problem with this country is we're proactive and we're reactive, not proactive. So make sure, you know, nip in the bud before it starts and the problem will not exist. It sounds like it might be hard to do, but if you practice that philosophy, then you'll be up on everything. 
Jerry, we got about 30 seconds left, brother. Well, I'm going to thank you all for tuning in, uh, especially Buck. I want you all to know Buck stops here, Buck 52. Thank you, Buck. By golly, we're glad you, you and hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we're going to dedicate this show today to old Buck. And uh, so we'll talk to y'all later. See you guys. You've been listening to the Hadit.com Blog Talk Radio Show, sponsored by Hadit.com. All opinions expressed here are the opinions of the individuals appearing on the show and are not the opinions of Hadit.com or Blog Talk Radio. Tune in next time for another edition of Hadit.com Blog Talk Radio and the Ask Bastard Show. <laughs>